Hello, fellow podcasters, <coughs> my favorite people. <laughs> All right, so we currently are down on the internet. Um, it's kind of ironically funny to me on how the internet went out. Because uh, I mentioned to my husband tonight that the light was still not working in the living room. And (laughs) he had just installed a new fixture, which did work initially. So he was like, what the fuck? (laughs) You know, starts taking everything apart. But in the process, you know, turn the breakers off so he doesn't get electrocuted. Nobody wants that. So, um, when he was done, he went to go put the riggers back on. Um, also, we did not fix the problem. <laughs> the fixture still does not work. He said he needs to actually replace the electrical. But, <laughs> in turn, our internet is now down. <laughs> um, just ironic to me. It's, like, weird. But, um... Actually, I think it's because there's a shortage. But so, it, like, stirs the discussion. What do you do when your internet is down? Because let's be completely honest here. <laughs> you know that we all function off of the internet. 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 We all function off of it, right? Whether we're on social media, whether you're streaming your so, like, TV or movie or whatever, um, you could be just looking stuff up online, you could be trying to work, you could be doing lots of different things, needing that internet to connect you to the rest of the world, the World Wide Web, da, 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 da. but, so, when, you know, the internet goes out, I feel like it's almost kind of the same similarity is like your power going out right obviously not to the same extreme because you have a lot more variables that come into play if your power goes out you have to think about your refrigerator all the food that's in there hoping that nothing goes bad before the power comes back on um you know just probably even lots of daily hygiene things but we're not talking about that we're talking about the internet right But whether, actually, no, whether it's internet or power, what do you guys do to entertain yourselves during an outage? Because I was, you know, folding laundry and just already starting to feel bored. And, I mean, it's like 9 o'clock at night, but I'm kind of a night owl. (laughs) A little bit of an insomniac. I just can't help it. I can't fall asleep before midnight, it feels like, most of the time. And that's just, like, probably all of my mental (laughs) craziness as I sip my wine. But no. So, you know, as a family, right, you probably play, like, board games. I used to love fucking playing Monopoly. Monopoly is kind of banned in our house, though, because I'm super competitive, (laughs) And I expect and want to win everything. 
And I actually don't try to cheat or anything like that. Um, probably not all the time. I think I've cheated at a board game once or twice in my life. Definitely. You all have. We all have. It's just a thing. But um, that could be like a go-to, right? But I was sitting there thinking, I was like, you know what? Actually, what I'm going to do in my time is go record an episode for my amazing followers um and for me maybe I'm just gonna go keep myself from not feeling bored by talking to myself because <laughs> that's really what I'm doing but you know there are other things um I thought about reading a book because I'm actually uh on my second no third or fourth book this year um one of my New Year's resolutions was that I wanted to start reading more again. I used to love reading when I was a kid. And reading is not for everybody. But it's a really great way, I think, for you to, um, you know, like exercise your brain outside of your daily, you know, personal or working habits. Um, I think it's nice. I enjoy it, and I've also, you know, mainly been trying to start, like, reboot my reading journey with uh, kind of, I won't say self-help books, but um, things that talk about, you know, anxiety or, you know, getting out of your head uh, to stop kind of (laughs) being so overly obsessive over things, I guess you could say. Um also about being a good leader I have uh, this one book that I got recommended and I haven't started yet because it was a workbook uh, which I did not realize and I when I wanted to start it it was on a plane and I wasn't really in the right atmosphere so I started a different one um, but regardless you know that was a an idea for me to do while there is no internet no internet I remember like imagine back in like the old days when you had to like have a telegram sent to you on like horseback (laughs) the motherfucker if you're going to the other side of the country it would take like a week no like two weeks probably longer than that who the fuck knows I don't know I can tell you that much but man imagine living in that old day and age still and you get telegrams via horseback nothing's as instant and quick as a text message or a facebook status Mm. whatever um so i wrote down I want to try and be a little bit more organized for you guys, even when I ramble. And I'm still going to go off topic. I already have. (laughs) But um, I decided to write down some topics before I turn the switch to speak to you guys. And one thing that I kind of wanted to talk about was work-life balance. Um, I think that is a difficult well I don't want to say difficult right um I think it is an interesting beast because 
none of us are the same in how we manage our lives, right? Our work-life balance. But you do need to have a work-life balance. You know, if you have um, one that's heavier than, well, I guess not one that's heavier than the other. If your work balance is heavier than your life balance, um, that's not really a good sign. That's going to obviously make you get very burnt out. You're not going to want to even be at your job. Like, you're just not going to be happy. It's going to bleed into your um, personal productivity as, you know, a human being, as um, feeling whatever. And, you know, balancing... Let's say I'm making this point more so for people who want to be successful, right? Because, um, like, when you talk about a work-life balance, it's probably somebody who is working a ton. Um, and successful is in many ways. But, I mean, like, you're not probably doing a standard 40 hours a week. Your work-life balance is probably more like 60 hours or more a week. So that's what I mean. If I, just to help you guys understand, work-life balance, it's important. Um, it will definitely impact you if you allow that work balance. Like, think about the, the little, uh, you know, I can envision in my head, but I know the scale from back in the day, right? Um, and that's just not good. So you know what I actually <laughs> did for myself, because I was a total victim of becoming obsessed with work and working, becoming a workaholic, working all the time. Um, it's not really, a, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, okay? I'm just saying that it's, it can just like take tolls on you mentally, you know, emotionally, physically, like just being so consumed. So you have to have that you know, even flow. Good word. Yes, actually, that's what we're doing right now at work. But, um, so when I did, when I started to notice how much I was letting my job impact my everyday life with my family or my friends, um, I had to like decide <coughs> what kind of lines am I going to kind of set for myself, I guess you could say. Um, for example, one being I make it a point to leave my office before five. I try so hard to do that. And the reason I do, I, and I'm not saying I am not obliged to staying late if I need to, but the reason I do is because I tend to still work at home at night. And I feel like I would rather leave at somewhat of a decent time in the evening and be able to pick my daughter up and, you know, beat traffic as much as I can, do whatever I can to, you know, have a little bit of quality with my family before I go back to work at night at home. So, you know, that's kind of one thing I've done to, you know, I made a solid effort to try and balance my family back into my life and make that a priority just as well as my work. Um, and it's very important, like I said. Also, finding, you know, time for yourself, which I <laughs> am ultimately utilizing po podcasting for this, right? Um, but if I'm not podcasting, I'm 
usually either reading or cleaning or painting. Like I need me, I need some type of interaction or like movement for just something. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I said, I can be lazy. My Sundays are usually spent laying in bed like a fat little bum. (laughs) But during the week, I like to be like productive. I like, I need that. I like yearn that. I, it's like a craving that I need to satisfy being productive. I can't and that's just me, okay? Uh, I, I blame it part to my ADD. But, um, you know, actually, t- speaking of ADD, so I'm pretty sure that I do have it. I just have not really been, you know, diagnosed or anything. Um, I actually am going to go for an evaluation. But it also was a topic I want to talk about was, like, self um symptoming self-diagnosing right (laughs) I know I I am not the only one who goes on Google with your symptoms and tries to figure out what's wrong with you um so I've got this pain in my left knee and it kind of makes me live oh my god you're gonna die right because that's that's like the extreme results of what could be like what what, what's wrong with you right um I just think that's funny I definitely am the person who does that though I totally google symptoms all the time like oh man I think I have this I mean obviously I don't go around telling everybody this but uh I do bring it up to my doctor's attention if I really get the need from like man I think I really think I have ADD or but I'm not going up being like man I really think I have cancer <laughs> like I don't know but I know I am not the only one tons of you do it I mean it's just like even with COVID everybody was just assumption of having COVID no matter what your symptom was unless you you know got shot by gun but then again who knows that bullet could have had COVID on it. So if you were shot, you could still have COVID. You probably do. You probably do. (laughs) I mean, is that not how we feel like our world has been the last two years? Everybody. I mean, we're just going back to normalcy. Um, You know, recently I just saw where a judge... uh, overturned changed the rule the law or whatever that had been put into place regarding uh face masks being worn in public transportation um i think that's great because i fucking hate masks i hate wearing masks uh (laughs) i don't know if if any of you enjoyed it well good good power to you i did not enjoy it i feel like i am being suffocated on my own daily life that is not cool I don't like it Uh, I'm very glad to hear that that happened I think it'll make flying a lot more comfortable because it is not comfortable sitting on a plane for two hours having to wear masks 
Um, but you don't have to wear a mask if you are eating or drinking. So that's the cue where you come in to make it a point to always have a drink or a snack in your hand. Pro tips from Nicole. <laughs> All right. And actually, while we're on that subject, let's go down a travel <laughs> episode. Hold on, let's see if I can do this. <laughs> I know, I'm so funny. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so, travel. I love traveling. I love it. Anywhere. I would much prefer to go out of the country, but I am also very open and loving of experiences within the United States. But I just love to travel. I love seeing new things, venturing out. Uh, it's it's just something that really melts melts my heart. It heals me. Um, I have been only out of the country once, actually. But, or no, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Two times. Well, okay, hold on. No, because that's considered, no, that's fine. Yeah, so two times, right? I've been once to Europe, which is a very badass trip. I definitely recommend anybody and everybody to fucking go to Europe. If you have not been, it is amazing. Um, when I went to Europe, I went to Paris. Not a fan, but I can say I've been there and seen the Eiffel Tower. That's cool. Um, actually, way cooler things in France than Paris, but... I've been to Paris, and I've been to Italy, a couple different places in Italy, uh, Rio Maggiore, the whole, like, Cinque Terre region, that's, like, my favorite part of the trip, uh, that's where they have, like, the little colorful houses off of the cliffs, oh my god, I love it, um, and we went to Pisa, we went to Rome, we went to, uh, Florence, and, um, Venice, oh, Venice is like one of those hidden gems. I'm going to tell you right now, if you have not been to Italy and you are planning a trip to a state hop, I guess you could say, country hop, <laughs> yeah, country hop, whatever, but um, you should stay in Venice for at least three days. We only stayed there for one like one night and we all agreed it was one of those things that you just didn't expect to be so great it's beautiful beautiful the people are beautiful the people are amazing I love Italy Italy has my heart forever it's my favorite place in the whole wide world favorite favorite I already know, like, when I die, I want my ashes to be <laughs> spread over the Chingaytari <laughs> region, like, on a boat. I love it. But, um, and then I've also been to Jamaica, which would be out of the country. Now, in, like, stateside, I definitely not ventured that too much around the United States. Uh, I've been to Pennsylvania, Avi, uh, New York. Mm, oh, I think I've been to Canada technically when I was a little kid because we went to Niagara Falls. Canadian side, so much fucking better. 
Um, I've been to Seattle, which would be Washington. Been to Oregon. Um, been to Texas. Fuck Texas. Sorry if you're from there. I just hate Texas. Um, I lived there for like fucking four years. Mm, no. Uh, been to North Carolina, Tennessee, Louisiana. Mm, I mean, I've driven through places. I kind of got this first, like, perception though as my youthful age I would just much rather go out of the country when I go on vacation and explore in that manner while I kind of still have like my jollies about me right like while I'm still capable uh I'd rather save the cross-country America trip, whatever, for, like, my old age when I want to be in an RV fucking driving around. I love, I like flying. I was going to say I love. I like flying. I don't like it when it's a pain in the ass because everything's, like, a problem after a problem, but I enjoy traveling. But, yeah, in my young age, I think it's only natural and right to say I'd rather spend my vacations going to different, like, out of the country. Give me the stamps in the passport book. Like, slam them down. But also, there are some places I have no desire to go. Um, But instead of saying that, I'm going to tell you where, like, my dreams of where I intend to venture off to in the next five years. I'm going to be very overzealous by saying five years. Um, I really want to go to Africa. Oh, I love drafts. I want to go and stay at the draft manor that's right on the little draft preserve and they literally come in and poke their little heads into the window and they like eat breakfast with you and it's so cute. Oh, I really love that. I want to do Africa. Um, also want to go to Australia and New Zealand. I have a buddy there. He is actually just recently visiting. Um, very, very, very awesome dude. He's a cool bloke. I don't. I don't even think bloke is like Australian, but uh, no, he's a really awesome, awesome dude. He actually was just visiting. Like I said, repeat. Um, I definitely want to go to Australia. Definitely want to go to Brazil one day. I'd like to see like some legit rainforest like everywhere. Um, still want to see so much more of Europe. I like I only got to see Italy and France. Like I definitely want to go to Amsterdam. I want to go to Sweden. I want to go to Norway. Um, Croatia, Greece, Greece. We were supposed to go to Greece like two years ago. A little upset about that trip. Fuck COVID. <laughs> Let's all take a drink to that. Fuck COVID. <sighs> but, um, ooh, and Ireland. Definitely want to go to Ireland. Also, Hawaii, which is U.S. territory, but I feel like that's still different. Actually, I'm trying to, my husband doesn't know this shit, so don't tell on me if I haven't talked to him yet. Um, I think I'm going to try and plan a trip for 
us three to St. Thomas at the end of the year. I really want to go to St. Thomas. I think it, it looks so beautiful. I'm all about the views, obviously. The views somewhere. Like, I need scenic views. And I also need there to be badass art there. Which is, like, a, a big reason why I definitely will be going. Um, is it Norway? No. It's in, no, it's in Norway. Yeah, the Van Gogh Museum. Like, the official one. If you guys didn't know, I'm, like, fucking obsessed with Van Gogh. Ob-fucking-sessed. I think I have already said that, but I will still say it again. I'm obsessed with Van Gogh. I, like, literally have <laughs> uh, Starry Night, one of the most famous paintings that most people know Van Gogh from. I have it tattooed on me. That actually is one of my very favorites. I repainted it myself. Uh, I love that painting. <sighs> Absolutely. I do. But, um, yeah, no, some other places I would like to go. I do, like, stateside. I still really want to go to, like, where it gets specific. Um, I want to go to California, too. Haven't been there yet, but I think it looks like a really good time. Oh, Colorado is really fun, too, for anybody who's not been there yet. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I want to go to Alaska. Yeah, that would be cool. Also, I actually just want to go anywhere where I can see, um, like, the Aurora Borealis. I think you can see, I know, well, actually, not think, I know you can see it in Alaska, um, I think you can also see it in Greenland, or no, well, yeah, Greenland, but, and Iceland, isn't that funny how they try to do that trickery with the names, because, like, Greenland is, um, very icy, and, like, harsh, harsh, uh, environment, habitat, right, but, uh, Iceland is the one that's very pretty, and gorgeous and like everybody travels to. I didn't actually think that's really funny. How intriguing. Well, I don't really know what else I want to talk to you guys about. I, I'm kind of thinking about how my rambles are and how I always say the same thing, but not the same thing. It is pretty darn funny. I'm pretty funny. Oh, Actually, I will tell you this, too. I really love bad dad jokes. How many of you guys do? Do you love bad dad, like bad dad jokes? I'm just saying, I'm going to tell you one right now. We'll, we'll start off very fresh, light. What do you call a man with a rubber toe? What do you call a man with a rubber toe? Roberto! <laughs> yeah, that was lame. <laughs> but, like, that's how bad I like those bad dad jokes. Actually, I have another one for you. What do you call a pony with a sore throat? A little horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm, like, dying 
understand how I was able to get that done. <laughs> I'm also using this, I'm going to let you guys know, I'm using this recording to try and experiment more with my mixer. Uh, <laughs> so the fact that I, I'm like laughing at how much I love the laughter. <laughs> da, 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 da. All right. Well, you know what? That's it. That's all you guys are going to get for tonight. But I will be back soon. I'm actually going to re-enlist some people soon to come record with me. And I've also had, like, really great feedback, <laughs> and I love it. Thank you guys for continuing to listen. I only hope I get better and better and make all of our dreams come true. <laughs> no, for real. All right, well, you guys have a great night. I'm going to... Sign off for real this time. All right. Have a great night. It's your favorite, the rambling unicorn. <laughs>